All right, success. Had a lot of honeydew projects to do. It pushed my time off. But it is still before midnight, and I'm able to come live, which is good. I hope everyone's having a good time. Uh, even though it is late. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> my throat's a little dry. Hopefully I got a little water here. Let's see if that'll help. Yeah. I'm still rolling around in this chapter on character. There's just so much packed information about character here. It kind of helps me understand, you know, as I build uh, my group and then build my next group. It uh, it's interesting to to understand um, well what makes people tick pretty much what makes you tick and what makes um, what uh, it helps me understand why people do what they do and why you do what you do. So um, it was talking yesterday. We talked about. Um, uh, people initially focus uh, when when they have uh, when they start to do changes, make a change. We're talking about leading change. Excuse me, it's not on character; it's on leading change. And one of the things about we left off with was when people start to make a change. The first thing they do is focus on what they're giving up, as opposed to where they're going. It's a wrong energy when you do that. So it's important to focus ahead and not behind. So it was talking about uh, how some people are savers and some people are um, tossers. No, was it savers while others are throwers, meaning uh, people who throw things away. You know, you can be a hoarder, or you can be a person who just gets rid of stuff. And what was funny was John Maxwell talking about he's a thrower away, and he said so many times he throws things away too soon, and he finds himself rummaging through the trash can to pick up the note that he threw away to find that little bit of information. Kind of interesting. Now... Uh, and he talks about his wife uh, instead of being a hoarder. He said, if we find if we buy something new today, give something else away. That's a neat little thing to not become a hoarder. You buy something new today, give something else away. He said, not only do we want to hold on to things, we also tend to hold on to ideas and ways of doing things. Very interesting. Author Eric Harvey and Steve Ventura have written about this human tendency. Listen to what they say here. The fact is we carry a certain amount of counterproductive cerebral back baggage excuse me, that weighs us down and holds us back. Our loads include everything from once valid beliefs and practices that have outlived their usefulness and applicability to misinformation and misconceptions that we've accepted and even embraced without much examination of thought. Bingo! 
how many times did I have to bring up the story about the woman in the pen? So many times we we have we carry on carry along these beliefs, and later learn that they 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 didn't hold the water that we believe them in. You know, so I think we have to all challenge ourselves, challenge our beliefs. You know, you say you can't do something, challenge that you can't do that. I remember when I started to play the piano and trying to play a chord and put four different, you know, three different fingers on three different notes and hit them at the same time. Talk about changing to learn that is awkward. But, you know, six months later, you know, I can play a C chord, a G chord, and it's almost as natural as breathing. But in the beginning, it took me 15 minutes just to get my fingers on the right keys to go to press them down once. Cling! (laughs) So, So what I'm saying is a lot of times we don't try things, but if we did, we'd find that we learn because with anything... Uh, our brain develops what we call uh, um, cells of recognition. It's, it, we liken it to a walking through, say, the woods from uh, one, your house to your friend's house. The first time you do it, there's not really a trail or anything. and You just kind of make your own. You know exactly where his house is, and you walk that way. After a week or two of doing the same pattern or the same path, it starts to wear away and it kind of gets used to you and then you kind of get used to the direction that you're heading. Well, it's the same same way with our brains. As, as That's why it's always good to mix things up because after a while, and that's what habits are all about, after a while we, we, we do something, after a while we, we, we tend to create these, what they call these uh, paths in our brains. So then it becomes more efficient because it's familiar with it. So it doesn't take us as long. It's like that steep learning curve. Initially, when you do something, it takes longer. But if you have to repeat that process three or four times or over a couple of weeks, after a while, you know, it's almost like second nature because there are cells of recognition because you've done it so many times. It's the same thing with learning. Um, a lot of times we have um, what they call alpha and beta learning, but the alpha learning is the short memory. A lot of times we'll recite something or learn something and you know read it, repeat it 110 times, long enough to take that exam and actually get it right. So, excuse me, <clears throat> what happens when you do these late, late, late meetings? But anyways. So, as what I want to get to next, it says our, our, our loads include everything from once valid police. Okay, I said that part. Now, this is what I highlighted. Why care about baggage? Because it negatively impacts us, people, the people we work with in the environment we work in, and the results that we get. That's why we care about baggage because it negatively impacts us, the people we work with, the environment we work in, 
and the results we get. Simply stated, whatever we accept and believe determines how we behave, and how we behave determines how we achieve or don't achieve. How powerful is that? Simply stated, whatever we accept and believe determines how we behave, and how we behave determines how we achieve. So I say to you, if you're not achieving or you're not where you think you can be and should be, it may be a chance to challenge some of our limiting beliefs and knock them out of the way so that we can move forward to where we want to go. Now, as I mean today, uh, people transitioning out of the military. And one of the things that I always talk about is uh, the importance of communication with others because it's more important to communicate uh, because we get in this 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 uh, this paradigm of tradition, just like the one uh, when I wrote the note uh, in one of the websites, uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, membership groups. There was a free membership group, but I wrote a note about the traditional pattern of, you know, go to high school, then go to college, do an internship, get a job and then live happily ever after. And when I wrote that, you know, I was just a little frustrated and I wrote that note. I said, who believes this anymore? And I was surprised within an hour, I had 80 responses. Within two days, I had over 200 responses. It's a subject that's on everyone's mind. Education has changed and the way we we become educated is so different now. There is the traditional, but the problem is the, the information highway is moving at such a fast pace that if we're not updating information every three years, we're behind and we're falling behind. And my thing is, is why not in these schools which is uh, would teach the things that don't change and what doesn't change. It's the soft skills, the interaction skills, the ability to manip- to to negotiate and to uh, interact with others and to and things like attitude and integrity and honesty and teamwork. those things don't change. Teach people those things because those things make a difference. I go back to that phrase, you can take a great team with a bad plan and it will work. But you can take a bad team with a non a team that a, with a plan that always works and they still will not perform. You see, the key is not the plan, the key is the players. So you've got, they say, you know, get the right people on the right team, but in the right positions as well. So when you think that way, you you start to realize that sometimes our beliefs 
have to be challenged because things that we think, and that's why a membership group is so great because now you're not just, you, you have a place to bounce ideas off of, gain new perspectives and new insights because there are people who have are more aware than you are that can give you insight. And when they say something, at first you think, well, that doesn't make sense. And then all of a sudden, when you really think it through, it's like, that's brilliant. Why didn't I think of that? It's because your awareness and your experience hasn't brought you to a point where you acquire that knowledge. But now you've been able to shortcut that because you're part of this group. And they had answers that you couldn't even think of. Or the opposite is true. Someone else says something and you give an answer which you think is totally common knowledge, but it's like a gem to someone else. We don't realize what we know. Too many times we sell ourselves. Too many times, let me rephrase that, you sell yourself short. Don't do that. You're better than you think you are. Remember, an expert only knows a little bit more than you. So you may not know everything, but you know something, and someone wants what you know, even if it's just a little bit more. Incredible, incredible stuff. So why I care about baggage? Because it negatively impacts us, the people we work with, the environment we work in, and the results we get. Simply stated, whatever we accept and believe determines how we behave, and how we behave determines how we achieve. So, bottom line, I created the group Confidence and Encouragement. I, you know, put a like on my page and then go to Confidence and Encouragement. I'll put the link at the bottom because I forgot to put it and make it part of the, the post, which is fine. Um, but to become a part of that, because, see, the one link that's always missing, I always talk about this, is, is we think we're alone. We think we got to do it by ourselves, which is farthest from the truth. Those who succeed never succeed alone. There's always people helping them along the way. We can help you. I can help you if you let me. But as um, as Rachel Miller, the, one of the mentors that I listen to, talks about is unless we have skin in the game, we don't take it seriously. You ever give someone something for free? As a matter of fact, you know, I, 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 we'll, we'll take it a step further. I have a couple of rental properties. How is it that those who you give exception to and, and and give give a um, yeah give an exception to and uh, be willing to work with them. The ones that are right on the edge that just make it in give you the hardest time, and those who come in that have a lot more. When problems happen, it doesn't phase them. They don't get upset. They just they just keep keep going on. So. My point is, whenever something, and it never fails, because it happened, you know, we had a, a lady that we had um, that was renting, 
And um, it just so happens that her mother was with her. Um, and the girl was paying for the the apartment, but her mother was living and not paying anything. And she was giving her, she every time my wife went to collect, she was giving my wife a hard time. She didn't even have any skin in the game. But yet she, she was there cussing us out and calling us things, and we're trying to work and help them out. How many times have you had this situation where you, someone that you just let in that could barely make, say, a payment or whatever, and they're the ones you have the most trouble with? 80-20 Pareto principle that comes into play. It's that 20% that you let in. They create 80% of the problem. So then what do you do? You you live and you learn from those situations. So 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 I say that to say this, unless there's skin in the game, we don't we don't pay attention and we don't make it important. We don't make it a priority. We say we do, but we don't. You see, our minds adhere to our pockets. When we have when we're paying, we listen. We may have heard the same story several times. But when you're on the line, you know, one more one more story. It's funny because our children, when they begin, um, when we used to take them out to restaurants, you know, mom and dad would pay. Well, when they got to that teenage age and they started making a little bit of money, you know, we went out to a restaurant. I remember, I don't know if it was McDonald's or something. But anyways, we were there. And first they started ordering. And said, everyone's paying for the road. All of a sudden, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. The whole menu changed when they had skin in the game and they were paying for it. Like, no, don't give me the Big Mac. Give me those two cheeseburgers for 49 cents each. Because <laughs> I spent all my money on there. With mom and dad, yeah, spend it all you want. But when I got to spend it, no. <laughs> we're going to watch our P's and Q's because it's mine. <laughs> it's not yours. So, when we have skin in the game, we pay attention. That means we're serious. And, and and those who are teaching know that you're serious because you wouldn't, no one puts out money just to, to, to just waste it. They're serious about making changes. I, I you know, I, I, I'm small potatoes compared to people like Christian Simpson, who, when he lost, his business went under, and he got permission from his other half to use it was like ten or fifteen thousand dollars to pay to see a mentor who was where he wanted to be to get his information. Of course, you say, "Wow, why would you do something that's crazy?" Well, within a year, he had generated over a million dollars in business, and now he does seven figures in his whole passion is to make sure that what happened to him doesn't happen to you. Isn't that a powerful statement? He's at seven figures and his his passion is to make sure what happened to him never happens to you. That's uh that's powerful stuff. So and and you know I say here I've got the group the, the free group confidence and encouragement. And then I'll be putting a paid group together. And I want you under the the free group, I laid out the success path 
for the pay group, which is going to be ordinary people uh, helping ordinary people achieve extraordinary things. And, and I laid out a path of learning that I intend to teach over a period of time uh, to those who become part of the group. And my success depend, is dependent on your success because the success I have with you is going to be um, proof that the system works. The system does work. And, um, and if you get in early, then it's less expensive and you make a lot of progress. Instead of being in that the little hamster in the wheel, all of a sudden the gate has been opened and you're actually progressing towards what you want. Not what I want, what you want. Because my goal is to make you successful, then I want your story. So I can tell others and others will come in and be a part of that too. And then you can be part of them because one of the greatest joys when you start to see success, once you're there, you start to realize it wasn't that hard and you want to help others to, to, to learn and do what you did. But anyways, so yeah, got to have skin in the game. But yeah, we've got to knock down those limiting beliefs. So then the line that I wrote is the title. It says, our brains are like closets, which it says here. They say, over time, they are filled with things we no longer use, things that don't fit. Every once in a while, they need to be cleaned out. Who is it? Uh, Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn, one of them, he said, every now and then we got to take our brain out and step on it and mix it up. Friend of mine was talking about every now and then, you know, instead of brushing your teeth with your dominant hand, use your non-dominant hand just to, to, to change the waves in your brain so they, they have to think again because we don't think. We create those patterns within our brain of things we do and we do them without thinking. But if we change something and do it differently, it forces us into that that creative stage, that that place where we have to use our brain to think. And when we do that, great things happen. Being part of this group will allow you to force yourself to make great things happen. By the way, those of you in the group now, uh, please take some of the, um, take some of the, uh, respond to some of the things that I've got out there and share it with others. Share it with others. What is your favorite song or your favorite saying that gets you motivated? You know, and I put in there the one that always gets me when I start procrastinating is Nike commercial. Just do it. And you just say it to yourself, just do it. And when you do that, you just get up and get it done. I mean, you would just procrastinate. Like, just do it. Boom, up and do it. There was one someone else that had given me. Well, I don't know if I'm going to lose. What I got going on here. I'm not going to look for it. Because I don't want to lose where I am. So action today uh, is to share this with someone. And to read if you are part of the group already. If not, become part of the group. And if you are part of the group, then read and respond to some of the information. I can only make this better if I know what you're thinking and what you want. 
if I don't know, I'm guessing. And that's not really the best way to do something. Uh, to be most effective for you is to know what you want. It's like asking a little kid, what do you want? They'll tell you, I want the right, I want that cookie right there. Then they tell you what they want. What do you want? I need to know. And then I can, if I don't have it, I can research it and get it for you. Because my goal is to make sure you make it. So one of the things, if you want to, uh, I uh, I will ask you to do, what is your dream? Money not money or time is not a problem. Where would where would we find you tomorrow? What would you be doing? Money and time were not a problem. I need those in detail. Not just you know I'll be on a sailboat, I'll be on a sailboat feeling the salty air brush across my face and splash across my brow and dip my hand in and feel the warmthness of the water as it tingles my fingers. As I'm totally relaxed in a lounge seat, the sun is hidden behind the clouds and there's a nice mild breeze coming across the brow. In a distance, I see a large container ship on its way out to sea. And on the other side, I see uh, flying fish uh, trying to jump alongside the tanker. It's a beautiful sight. That's what I need. I need your dreams. Then I can help you to achieve them. If I know them, then we can work together. We've got something to shoot for. That's what I need. I need your dreams to shoot for. Go ahead, give them to me. And share this with others. Spread the word. There's this crazy guy in Jacksonville, Florida. He's, he always comes with energy and he makes a point and it really hits me between the eyes. I think he's right on track. I think he reads my mind sometimes. That's why I'm here, to help you. That's why I exist. That's why I decided to do this. That's it for tonight. Um, had a great time. Again, go ahead, put a like on my page. Click on the page, and I'll approve you for the group. And then read through those things. What is your favorite song? What is your favorite saying? What gets you going each day? Those are the things that make me excited to be here with you. You have a good evening. Until tomorrow.